0: Hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. (laughs) This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey girl, it's Kendra. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie podcast. Look at us, look at us in the second week of December. We got a couple more weeks left before 2021. Slides on out the building. Yes, 2021. I mean, I know that, you know, as we get older, it seems like time goes by faster. But you know, uh, Bonnie Raitt said, time gets mighty precious when it's less of it to waste. That's Nick of Time by Bonnie Raitt. Oh, so random. <laughs> oh, so random. So how are you? You're doing good. You're doing good. you doing Christmas shopping? Are you mostly shopping online? Are you spending too much money? Don't tell. I won't tell nobody. Are, are you? Okay, girl, put, put the, take the alerts off take the alerts off your phone so you won't know when nine west has a sale they had a really good sale last week look i'm telling you to take take the alerts off of your phone and then i'm saying but did you see that sale last week yeah you know i'm not a pointy shoe girl i don't like to wear the like pointy pumps they um they're not my jam. I, I, especially as I've gotten older, I, I like a shoe with a little little platform in the front. It, it's, you know, it gives me more stability so I can wear my heels and it doesn't hurt my back. That's just for me. But, uh, they have a pump that is like a, a, a standard staple working shoe. Like for, you know, you want to wear your cute pumps to work. Should you still be going into work? Or to church or wherever you want to go. And it has the little point to it. And it's called the Tatiana pump. This is not an ad. But if Nine West, if you would like to pay me, I am in your demographic. And so is everyone listening to this podcast. Holler! But yeah, so <laughs> they have this pump. And it is super, super comfy. But it also, they started selling it in nude shades for black people's honey. Ooh, so they have like a little light cream color and then a little deeper, a little richer, then a little caramel, then a little mocha, then a little chocolatate. Mm. I, I I have so much respect for that now. You know, when we came up um, and, and young people, you might not be aware of this, but it, there were no like um, 15 shades of of. of Estee Lauder or, or shoot Estee Lauder. didn't have none for us. Um, it was only fashion fair and Floor Roberts. Y'all remember Floor Roberts? Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that we could get that we had different shades of makeup. So if you all is beating and caking and, and contouring and stuff, you, you girls and guys are out there doing honey, it wasn't available. It was not available. You know, you, they say your face is supposed to match your neck with your makeup. Okay. So this is newfangled stuff, honey, because we had to make do, we had to make it do what it do and do what it do sometimes didn't do. (laughs) So sometimes it did not do. And so seeing all these different hues now, so seeing bras that actually that you don't just have to choose between a black or white and then that a nude color was always considered for white people or for for people whose skin was lighter it didn't include us so when you had a ballet recital or something and you had them nude tights on and your brown ass legs honey and it just was not a good look and so to see the ballerinas now they even have the pointy toe shoe in the brown, have y'all seen that? Yeah, so I just was seeing when I thought about that Tatiana pump, and it just made me think about the fact how far we have come, honey. We have come a long way, baby. So, thanks to everybody who has been putting in their work behind the scenes because we don't know who has to suffer, fight, and or cut somebody out to get these things done. But over our lifetime, it may seem super duper small but it feels really good when you can actually find stuff that works for you now if we could just get these mofos to help out with this foopa I know I'm not the only foopa I'm I, I know I'm not the only foopa <laughs> if you don't know what foopa is I'm gonna tell you it's the fat upper kitty cat part mm mm-hmm. Mhm this it's just the the little tummy part. It's it's the the tummy part above the loving part, right? Yeah, and you know what, not everyone's body has changed in that way. Shout out to you girls, to you gals, to you women, to you warriors who still have your 1989 flat belly. You get it and go for it, honey. Keep it. Keep keep it for you and for me. I'm that is part of my goals for I don't like to do the new year's resolution thing, but I, I have a fitness goal for myself for the, for next year is that I want to be in the best shape of my life. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I'm going to have, you know, the abs and, and the football might not go nowhere, but the best shape of my life in that my body can move in ways that I would like for it to move because I'm noticing that I'm less agile and flexible And I noticed that a lot of, I see a lot of y'all out there on the internets and webs and the streets doing the stretches and uh, yoga and all of that good stuff. And so it's super important to do that. So that is what I would like to do in uh, 2022, but I'm going to start before that because I actually have class that I'm going to tomorrow. So there is that. So what's been going on in your neck of the woods? Anything interesting on these internet streets? I can't think of anything that involved us. (laughs) <laughs> we would have known I think it was some kind of award show and at this point I don't know who none of them children are I look on there and see like fashion or something like that and then I'm like okay okay all right that's pretty that's cute okay that's wild it's you know it's young ain't for me but it's real it's, you know it's jazzy, it's snazzy it's whatnot and then I move along <laughs> because I don't know who, I don't know who that is I don't and so that's what I'm pouring my cup of this week. Um entertainment modern entertainment i i you oh you know what hold on i know what i'm gonna throw my cup i am going to throw in my cup of fucking people saying that i just i don't even let for like for this to cross my lips but i i keep seeing folks having arguments and hearing people argue is the chris brown version of this christmas better than donny hathaway there's no competition. There is no competition. Chris Brown's name should not be mentioned with Donny Hathaway. Chris Brown is talented in his own right, but he ain't no damn Donny Hathaway. So what I'm pouring in my cup of fuck it this week is for everybody who's got it all fucked up talking all that fuck shit about this Christmas. Come on, y'all. Donny Hathaway and Chris Brown. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Y'all know how it goes around here. I like to switch things up every once in a while. Hey, remix. With a bass drop. Hey. <laughs> this week's remix is Keisha Nix. She will make history as the first black woman to become VP of the Los Angeles Lakers organization. Ms. Nick started out in, uh, banking and investment with Merrill Lynch and back of America and moved on to become CEO at one of those illustrious organizations. One of those, she was at, um, Merrill Lynch and she moved on up in the ranks and she became a philanthropic organizer honey yeah she had got her coins together so cute she was like okay so let me show y'all how to go on out and dip this money up to help the people out in the community and then somebody came on over from the Los Angeles Lakers and tapped her on her shoulder and said hey that goes this mix that you have going on it goes with us very well and so she becomes the first black woman vice president of the los angeles lakers organization that is is major moves and guess what y'all sis says that she gets her championship ring as well that's a flex that you get to uh, so i get to i get a ring as well because i'm part of the organization so i could just walk up in here oh that you show up at brunch and uh sip your mimosa and and tilt it back and let their bling hit everybody in the eye that's a flex keisha nicks congratulations to you you are this week's remix so what so what so what's the poppin topic what's the poppin topic What's the poppin' topic this week? Well, this week we're digging into something that is a timely conversation. Having them conversations with mama them. Yes, I know we're still, we still have a few more holidays ahead of us. Those of us who don't have our parents here with us on earth. We do know the value of being, of course, in the presence of our mama and daddy and our loved ones and all of that good stuff. But it is also a great time to have some of those tough conversations. You know, the ones you put off, you put them off, you put them off, you put them off because they're hard. Words that are hard to cross your lips, words that are hard for mama them to understand. So, Let's just dig into the fact that being in the middle, in this midlife, middle part of life is very interesting. It's very interesting. You look back on the people who were midlife when you were a kid, you didn't realize they were midlife and you wonder like, how did they get all of this shit done? We got the internet, computers, I can order food, have it come right to my door. The people at the Target, I can order food and groceries and clothes. And they would come and put it in the back of my car. And I don't have to touch and or talk to nobody. When I go to Costco's now, honey, I just load my Costco card up. And you could just walk out with your stuff. (laughs) You go through the special aisle and and it scans it for you and sends you a receipt in in your car. Yeah. So... Back then when someone was 40 or 50 years old or 60 years old and um, they were still, they were taking care of the the, the kids so the, and, and mama them. So being in the middle, taking care of mama them and them damn kids. That's where we are now, right? And the tough conversations that you have with your kids, they, I don't know, they, I, they seem to be conversations that are difficult, but far more easy to have because you are coming at it from a parent child dynamic and not you being a child talking to your parents or your godmother or your aunt or someone that you love dearly and having to have tough conversations with them. But it is during the holiday season, especially when you are in the presence of your family, if you don't live in the same area or part of the country or part of the world with your family it's really important to have these conversations because you don't want to wait until you need to have them and you can't, and you can't have them. So, um, these conversations are about how to take care of an elderly parent or an aging parent. So of course, uh, you know, if you've been rocking with me for a while, my mom passed away six years ago and we had lots of hard conversations before she passed away, but there were things that came up during her transition that I had to learn on the fly. And woo, that learning curve was steep, deep. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that it was steep, deep. It was very, it was challenging. It was very challenging. So to have to know what medications my mother needed to take, which one she had already taken what she was allergic to things. I didn't know. I didn't know she was allergic to some of the stuff. She was, I found out what didn't go with what and what went needed to be taken at a certain time of day and all of that good stuff. So from the, uh, from AARP, it says eight key things that you need to know about how to take care of an aging loved one. Number one, family support. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to be, burned out because you're still working or taking care of your family and then trying to make sure that you offer support to your aging loved one in a way that doesn't stress them the hell out as well because honey don't nobody want you to come help them if you got an attitude (laughs) i'm here (laughs) now what so yes family support home safety very important here is why I have put my head, my, my glasses on my head and wandered around looking for my glasses. Did you see that Wanda Smith, not Wanda Smith, that's V103, Wanda Sykes, did you see that comedy special she did? And she got, she was uh, very frustrated and flustered and she was talking to her friend on the phone and her friend was like, Wanda, what is going on with you? She was like, girl, I got to call you back. I think I left my phone in the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. very relatable. <laughs> so home safety are, um, are there alarms? Are there buttons that are, if you're living with once a loved one who have a loved one in your life, who's still, you know, cognitively able to take care of themselves, but safety measure measures, like even having that ring on the doorbell so that you too can see who is coming up in inside and all that stuff, not for spying purposes. And listen, if your mama and your daddy broke up or daddy don't went on to heaven and you see mama getting visitors at night, mind your business. This is not about that. This is about helping. Well, I mean, mama be taking care of herself, but this is about (laughs) mama and them being supported and taken care of medical needs. This was a big deal. Like I was saying, when my mother was sick, I didn't know what medicines she still was on, what medicines she had taken before, which ones interacted poorly with others. And these are things that you just, I mean, these aren't conversations that you have to have about wills or anything like that. You can, but these are basic kind of questions that will certainly help you. Here's a super duper important one. Personal hygiene doesn't sound like a big deal, right? But how does your loved one want to be cared for in regards of their personal hygiene? Are there certain things that they like to use? Are, if they're still physically able to take care of themselves, do you have like one of those bath stools inside of the bathroom? Is there a railing maybe that can be installed? And here's the thing, everyone. A lot, a lot, a lot of cities offer to come in and make homes safer for their elderly citizens. So contact the people in in your mom or grandma or auntie, godmama's neighborhood, city, city council, I mean city, Contact the city and find out if they have any uh, of, um, I forget what they call it, but it's, it's like a, it's not rehabbing, but it's like an uphab. Like you're helping to make sure that they can stay in their homes because you know, for, for everyone, it's just best for you to be in the house, right? Meal preparation. What does that look like? Who's cooking? Are they cognitively able to remember how to cook? Again, that circles back to family stuff. Who else can help with that? Like, you know, you can do meal prep for for your elder family member as well. And it's it would be easier to uh, like do twice a week than for you to be running over there every day. And they might not want to see you every day. But then here comes the last one, social interaction maybe they might want you over there a lot. Um they might want to just sit and talk, you know, as we get older, you see people less and uh you're out less and you're interacting with people that maybe you see them all the time. So you're like, I ain't got shit to talk to them about. <laughs> that sounds like something I <coughs> may end up saying one day. I got shit to talk to them about. I see them all the time. Um so what are their personal interactions with, with people? Do they have things available at your church? I know a lot of churches do stuff with elder care, uh, so they can, you know, interact, play cards, sing, uh, all dance to the old school music. My Nana loves that. Uh, do they have things available, not just at your, uh, church, but also at, uh, nursing home facilities they have things available where you don't have to necessarily be in the nursing home to receive, of course, it's going to cost money, but to receive some of the benefits of getting out during the day. The YMCA has an amazing program called Silver Sneakers. It's very low pack aerobics, but more so than anything, it's a great, great way for for people to interact with one another. And... Water aerobics, very low impact. And again, another way for them to in- interact with one another. So yes, being in the middle. This is a part of the, you know, you, people call it a crisis. I don't think it's a crisis. I call it midlife flyness. It is a different way of adulting. It's a different way of for you to be an adult. We are absolutely in the middle of the best years of our lives. And being a part of that means... It's the, the mm, unveiling of this new you, but it is also a time where you have to hold on to your loved ones, the ones that are in front of you and the ones that are behind you. So I'll leave that in the show notes and add a few other things in there. Please do send me your ideas if you have them. I know that when my mother was sick, the uh, people that were home health care nurses that would come were amazing. They were amazing. And that'll be a conversation maybe we can get into. At, at, we don't want to have this conversation during holidays, honey. But how difficult that is in having home health care nurses and, and when people are transitioning, what that is like and how do you prepare for that. It's a lot that goes into it, like making sure you know where your parents or your loved ones, um, their documents are. Do you, you don't want to be waiting until you need to know where they are because if your mama is anything like my mama, then it is a bunch of stuff in her house and she might have five, five files. And (laughs) you're like, which one of these lock files is this shit in? It's like, so you need to know, you need to know. And it gives you a good little chance to, to talk, to reminisce about stuff and to, for it, to take the sting off of it, just making it a part of this new phase of your relationship. That's how we're presented. This is a new phase in your relationship and you want for your aunt or your mom Or your godmother to be able to, of course, live their life as independently as possible. But, and so, however, should things change, you are aware of what needs to be done and you are willing to do it. I think that that is a really loving thing to just be prepared. Mm -hmm. I love that. Let's keep that conversation going. Shoot me any questions you have at Kendra, K-E-N-D-R-Y, at YoFlyAuntie.com fly Auntie.com. Wait, girl, hold up! I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. So I read a little <laughs> thing that said, uh, "Don't don't wait until tomorrow. Custom out today. Tomorrow is not promised to anybody." <laughs> It made me think about the fact that how many times we had, we take the high road, right? And you're like, ah, I'm not going to do that because, you know, you don't want to stoop to somebody else's level and so on and so forth. Well, guess what I'm sending you home with your take home bag is, is a a good cussing out for somebody who deserves it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to cuss them out if you don't want to, but I think that it's, it, it serves us Uh, it doesn't serve us well to always to take the high road when you're surrounded by people who don't. And whatever that means, and however you resolve that for yourself, I think it is super important that you don't put other people's needs in front of yours for the sake of peace, right? Because that's not peaceful. So as we continue through this holiday season, uh, you know, if it means pull somebody to the side, if, if it means you, just, a you know, a big eyeball at them, you know, over the glasses. If it means that you actually have to do some words, say some, you know, we went through this before. And I think I said to you before, I didn't like that. I didn't like it then. And I don't like it now. Please stop. It's not that hard. It really it's not that hard. It's not. And if someone continues to be disrespectful, then guess what you don't have to do? You don't have to entertain them. You don't have to talk to them. Even when it's family. I know a lot of people are like, well, if it's you family, you family, you're supposed to work things out. You're supposed to work things out. That means both of you are working. And if both of you aren't working and the onus is on you to always be the person to be the bigger person, hmm. I don't think that that's, that's a great way for you to be healthy and secure and whole because you deserve to feel that as well. And sometimes in order to do that, you have to let folks know. So this is a hot bag today, honey. This, you don't even need to reheat this. Hmm. This might be just like a, a coffee drink. I'm sending you home with, with some Bailey's Irish cream or something in there, honey. Yes, this is nice and piping hot. Say yo, say what you need to say, babe. Speak your piece. Well, the clock on the wall says that's all, y'all. You know I have an amazing time when I am with you. This is Kendra, and this has been the Yo Fly Auntie podcast. I hope that you take a minute and do me a favor, rate, subscribe, and review. Also, check out the webpage, subscribe for the newsletter. Got great things coming up in 2022, things that I don't want to miss, and I don't want to miss seeing you, boo. Have a great week, and be fly, bye-bye.